Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon. Three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become fundamentally drained. We'll begin the conversation, and you take it from there. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Fundamentally Drained. I am here with Everett Lees, Father Everett Lees and Justin, as you heard from the intro music, so I don't know why I'm saying it again. (laughs) But today we are going to talk about Satan. And I told Everett and Justin I was going to start off with a story. Is that still okay, guys? Satan? I can't believe you haven't done Church Lady yet. I'm not very good at it. No? Everett, do you have a good Church Lady? Do I have it? Uh, <laughs> he was I, I, you know coffee. what? Here's the problem: is every time I try to do voices, <laughs> um, like they all end up like sounding the same. So no matter what it is, like if I ever try to do like an accent, it, yeah, yeah. Just, Ginger, just, Ginger says all of my accents become Australian. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry, Tom. No, please go ahead. Okay. So the most of the audience that we appeal to, at least originally, and why we started this podcast was <laughs> burned out evangelicals. Woo! Oh, many sorry. of which includes definitely me. I was in that category for a long time. And so many of our listeners, as we've said, often have given up on church or on the verge of it because they've seen holes in the arguments of their churches. They're tired of the mean-spiritedness if they came from some of the places I came from or mm. places like that. or um, And they, they're not sure that church is still for them, even though they seem to have, most of them have pretty strong faith. And so we try to give them another perspective. Maybe you could try a church like the Episcopal Church. But if you go online, there's this weird world that's kind of in between evangelical and fundamentalist, or maybe even between evangelical and uh, whatever's next, you know, moving left although I hate to say it in terms of left and right, because that's not really fitting. Progressive? I mean, is that that fall outside of political realm? Right. (laughs) Which is what I assume you mean. Well, there's this whole world of kind of evangelical uh, folks who talk about fundamentalism the way we talk about evangelicalism. (laughs) Self-awareness is good, guys. So uh, Say that again. They talk about fundamentalism the way we talk about evangelicalism. You know, we're kind of... Anyway, that's beside <laughs> the point. That's, sorry. But, but kind of the way you can figure out if you're in or out in that crowd is how you look at Satan. Oh, okay. And N.T. Wright is out. Oh, really? In, yeah, N.T. Wright... Um, N.T. Wright correctly understands that in the Hebrew scriptures, we have this not well-defined 
person, the Ha-Satan, or the accusing angel. We see that figure in Job, for example. And then by the time of the New Testament, um, we have this fully formed Hmm. creature known as the devil. And so N.T. Wright will talk more about evil, the forces of evil, demons, but not so much about this figure, you know, with the red, with the horns and the pitchfork, kind of this caricature of evil that has come about in our culture. It's been embodied somehow. Right. And so you're kind of a real evangelical or not if you believe in Satan. So here's my story. And then we hopefully this will start the podcast. So when I went to grad school uh, for the first time, um, I had this kind of not well thought out way of understanding evil. So meaning uh, I made sense of that question, which we asked last week, why is there evil in the world by saying, well, all the good stuff comes from God, and all the bad stuff comes from the devil. So basically, I was a dualist without realizing it. I thought there's this really strong, powerful force for good in the universe, and really strong, powerful force for evil in the universe. And and I was taking a class in grad school called Wisdom Literature. And in this class, we're in joke for a long time. And Job comes to, or the the Satan, Hasatan, the accusing angel, comes to the heavenly throne room and and, uh, basically makes a bet with God. And, And as this story progresses, it becomes harder and harder for me as I'm actually digging into Job to, to say, uh, this is good stuff is God's doing and bad stuff is Satan's fault. And then you get to the end of Job. And if you're a fundamentalist, a biblical literalist, and you read this verse, it really is hard for you. Job 42:11, And this is at the end of Job. His fortunes are restored twofold. He didn't get his kids back from the dead, but you know what I mean. Then there came to him all his brothers and sisters and all who had known him before. And they ate bread with him in his house. They showed him sympathy and comforted him, comforted him for all the evil that the Lord, or Yahweh is the word, had brought upon him. So that was hard for me to read. Uh, at the time, I had just lost my dad. Hmm. And I was actually dealing with an illness personally, newly married. I've told some of this story before. But it says the Lord brought the evil upon him. And there's many other verses in Job that essentially say the same thing. And so the writer of Job is not letting God off the hook at all. Um, And so the question is, I guess, for us today is what about Satan? How is that set? How is he such? Was he a part of your upbringing? How is he such a part of uh, faith when we see in Scripture that he's not a big emphasis, um, 
certainly evil is. Any thoughts on that, either of you? So where um, where I, I originated from, and I don't want to leave um, Job, and, and, and I've got questions for you, but um, let's see if we can circle around and come back. So, um, you know, the story I recall, um, and you, you two can probably pull this from where, or tell me where this came from, but, you know, uh, uh, gosh, sorry, Mephistopheles. <laughs> Or Lucifer or Satan, a devil, all the same. Um, and uh, I think Mephistopheles comes from uh, literature somewhere. And you guys probably, if that's Dante's Inferno, I don't know where it's at. Um, but it, you know, he, he, it was second in command in heaven or something to those effects, the archangel, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, went against God, um, kind of a very Adam and Eve kind of thing of, you know, wanting to have you know, knowledge like God or something and was cast out. And, um, you know, we've talked about this before where, you know, he was cast out and was sent to earth and lives in the middle of the fiery hot earth in hell, right? That's what mine, (laughs) my hell was growing up. Whether someone actually ever said that or if I just made it up because as Everett alluded to when we talked about it last time, it's hot there. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Um, but that was, that was my understanding. And I, and I know there's like, um, somewhere in there too, there's like gospel of Thomas, all these places that have come together to create this narrative of what, um, Satan is and was or whatever. And, uh, like, I don't even have a clue, you know, um, about it. So, um, that's Mephisto- my Mephistopheles is from Faust. Oh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, so that that's my that was my view and, and um, you know, he's always sitting on your shoulder <laughs> trying to get you to, you know, do something bad. E <laughs> Um you know, one of one of one of the people who's really been influencing my uh, my thinking a lot over the last you know couple of years is uh, uh, Fleming Rutledge. Um and Fleming true discusses <laughs> this in, in, in her book about well, what what exactly is Satan. And she says in some ways, understanding God and the work of Jesus requires Satan. Now she will say she doesn't necessarily think Satan is a literal figure. Hmm. But that there that that there there appears to be an evil in this world that we cannot fully explain. Mm-hmm. And so she makes this distinction between wrong and evil. So we might be able to sit there and, and look at, you know, somebody who, who does something, you go, man, that was the wrong thing to do. But then there's things that we see and we're like, man, that's just evil. Hmm. Um, you know, she says, you know, to, to, to look at, at, you know, the Holocaust and go, man, the Holocaust was wrong. Doesn't fully capture what's, <laughs> what's there. Right. Um, and, and there's this sort of apocalyptic part of the new Testament, which seems to say that there is an evil in this world and its source is not really defined, but whatever it is, we will just call Satan. Hmm. Um, 
that they're that you know i mean the 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 um you know the demoniac in in mark's gospel that that you know what 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 is the source of it well it's not clear what the source of it is but what we do know is that jesus can triumph over it and i don't want to maybe jump too quickly into that portion of it but you know there's a sense in which both the narrative demands um and then also just our observation would say that there are you know there are things that occur that are just beyond wrong i like that uh, i've never really uh i've not heard of that i mean i know fleming rutledge i've not read that book or that chapter what book is it everett it's on the crucifixion okay wow there's a lot in that book <laughs> um you know, there, Paul Spock talks about the powers and principalities, um, and I always, I always think about that, um, and I think about like there is something about placing no, not placing blame, but the embodiment of evil, um, and and it having a face and a name and something to point towards. But I actually think it kind of like. Um, moves attention away, <laughs> um, and makes it like, oh well, it's it's you know Satan's fault. You know I can't do anything about it <laughs> or something like that. But um, because there, it just kind of feels like that can be used in that way. But as far as evil goes, um, I, I don't I don't think there's anything different between different between evil and 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 what people know as Satan, um, because. Evil is kind of, I, I think about it like a machine and um, good intentioned, um, not mean, originally maybe, people get caught up in the machine of evil. And I think it comes from power. Um, you know, that's the power of the principalities. It's like someone who, you know, doesn't mean to harm others or to bring about evil can just get caught up in something. Um, you, you know, uh, I've been watching the mayor of East town, which is awesome on HBO max, but, uh, but she's a detective on there. And, um, she knows this, you know, kind of, and I'm just making a scenario up, but, you know, she knows this, this guy is a murderer and she does something, you know, wrong to, co to convict the guy or something like that. You get caught up in it. Uh, not that that's a good example of evil, but that's just a scenario where people do things and keep doing things and keep doing things and get caught up in what is the machine. Politics can, <laughs> I feel like this could happen in politics, but it can happen in everything. Um, I mean, no one is uh free from its grasp um even though they're just people and they're probably not that bad of people but they just get caught up in it um so um if anyone wants to talk about that i, I want to go back to job whenever we're ready here i i want to be clear i'm not saying there is no satan i don't know um i'm totally open to that there's a lot of uh, scripture sure that anyway yeah my point is my point is, is that i grew up as a dualist mm -hmm. i was a zoroastrian without knowing it you know i i and i think a lot of us grow up that way we and really we're not magnifying we are magnifying the power of evil in that 
scenario, but really we're bringing God down. We're not giving God this uh, power that God and goodness that anyway, go ahead, Everett. Well, you know, I, I was sitting there and I was thinking in, in Harry Potter, um, and gosh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think it might be when when Harry is talking to uh, Sirius Black, who's his um, his godfather, and um, and and basically Sirius says to Harry, you know, within each of us is the is the ability to, to do both great good and great evil. And mm. uh, and it's sort and it's mm. almost like the two wolves story, you know. It depends on which one one you feed, and and, and I think that that is, tr- I think there's some truth to that to a point. And I think that that as uh, you know, Justin was pointing out, there are systems that we are caught up in. Like I was reading the other day about the horrific conditions of children that are my youngest son's age who are forced to work in these deplorable conditions to go get, um, you know, products that are then used on my cell phone. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't, I, I mean, I, I mean, outside of, of deciding I'm not going to have a cell phone. Mm, that's a great example. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know what to do. Um, now, I mean, you know, sure. I can advocate and, you know, say to, you know, Apple, Hey, why don't you, you know, do a better job of that. And I think those are things, but, but we also need to understand that there are just things that happen that it's almost impossible to navigate outside of. Hmm. Um, and, and so I, there, there are evil systems in this world where it seems like almost it's, it, it, it's beyond our ability to, to choose. Like we're, we're locked into something. Doesn't that, but doesn't that eat at you? Because it does me. Doesn't that eat at you? Because I look at certain things and I go, you know, I am, I'm sitting in front of my computer right now with a microphone and I'm jotting notes on an iPad with hot coffee in my office in my nice home in my nice neighborhood. And there are people, as you just said, um, you know, Conrad's age that are, you know, hustling for what? Uh, iPhones and stuff like that. And that eats at me. And mm-hmm. I don't know um, what I can do about certain things. I, I'm, uh, I, I, thankfully, enough people around me have taught me that I, if I just focus on that, then I'm just going to wither, um, right? Don't, uh, but focus on the good that is done and that, you know, I am participate in, you know, with Christ as well. Because otherwise, man, you can really go down a hold of just negativity and so on. Um, but there, but it, but it does it kind of eats at me a little bit um i don't want to go too far i think yeah that's right and maybe that's a good thing right um because it's always kind of there it's like okay what can i do to make um this different so that others can have and continue to do that um and 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 that's the angel on my other shoulder (laughs) you know um so well and, and and i think you know i mean i know cancel culture is a big thing right now and 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 i think there's a good cancel culture and i think there's a bad cancel culture and most of i think what i see out there is bad cancel culture and first of all conservatives who complain about it a lot they're the ones who you know perfected and came up with cancel culture you know first <laughs> <Bazinga>. uh, <laughs> but but we don't know like 
when we are faced with things we do not like, we don't know what to do. And we have been fed this lie our entire lives that, you know, we, we can, we can do this. We can, you know, and, and I, I don't know. I just say, I, I think there's, there are things that are outside of our, um, outside of our power. Um, and, and the only thing we know to do is to sit there and to punish and to shame. Hmm. Um, but anyways, that's probably a little bit off topic. Let's go to Job. And back to Job real quick. Here we go. Uh, so let's let's do. Let's go back to Job. All right. So they comforted and consoled him over all the trouble the Lord had brought on him. What does that mean, Tom? What does it mean that that God also is the devil, Satan? No. <laughs> what it what, what it means is that. I had a pretty uh, unthought, I had a faith that was not very well thought out. Uh, I had an idea of good and evil that I hadn't changed much since I was five years old. And whenever you're, and I was a biblical literalist, so I read one verse of scripture and my whole house of cards came tumbling down. But there's people listening who are in that same boat. Hmm. I, I know it because in uh, it's and it's really a good thing when you go through those moments. Yeah, that's what where, I was thinking too. But you know, we we paint it as a negative thing, but isn't it? Isn't that what you want? Right? <laughs> it is, but so many people lose their faith at that point uh, okay. because. Um, if you don't, I mean, if you keep digging, you'll find something new that is stronger than what you lost. Right, right. But hmm. I don't know why I kept digging, but I kept digging. Uh, I don't... Because you're anointed, Tom. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's a, uh, but the real question is... Um, hmm. The real question, obviously, that bothered me was, does God bring bad things on people? Mm -hmm. And my conclusion was that, in a sense, yes, because God created the world. God gave us freedom. God gave creation freedom. So people and creation are free. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there's chaos and bad things will happen. And God is a part of that. Like you guys said, God is a part of that system. God made the system. Uh, we brought the chaos, you know, if you, according to the fall, right. we brought the chaos into it. But because we're free. But um, it. I just had to do a lot of work at that point and ask myself, how do I read the scripture, which is not the way I was taught to read it growing up. It's not a healthy way. And how do I understand the nature of good and evil? Um, And I can't just blame Satan for all of it. So who is Satan, Tom? Well, in the, uh, in the old Testament, so, so-called old Hebrew scriptures, Satan, 
especially in the older parts, is an angel who's part of the heavenly court, whose job is to bring accusation. I mean, I don't understand that. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't claim to have an insight into uh, that kind of that world. You know, no, no human would. But the heavenly that's hosts. The, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the idea in Scripture. When we get to the New Testament, um, or the like, Everett and I this weekend, if, are you preaching on the Gospel, Everett? Yeah, uh, yeah. He says uh, Jesus is casting out demons in Mark three, and he says, and the f- scribes say to him, "It's by the power of Beelzebul that he casts out demons." And then Jesus says, "Can." can Satan drive out Satan? But Beelzebul is either the Lord of the house or the Lord of heaven. And it's a kind of a mocking title for Beelzebub, which is the Lord of the flies, which was the uh, Hmm. Canaanite God, you know, um, which has to do with Jesus being the new Joshua coming into the land, driving out evil um, not people, but the but, uh, dark forces. So it's interesting that um, there's hmm. a lot of verses in the New Testament that we get, uh, that we assume it's talking about this character, the devil, that we've always heard about. But uh, there's a lot more going on there than just... Um, the devil made me do it, or or all the all those references are to Satan. Hmm. I don't know who Satan is, so this is the most frustrating episode probably in the history of this podcast <laughs> for you. Well, I think listeners. I may have said this, like you know, in in the story of Genesis, when the serpent shows up, mm-hmm. there's no real explanation of what the serpent is. It just it just is, and I and 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 in some ways. I think that the the Bible is fairly agnostic about the source of evil. I mean, I think from Augustine onward, you know, the the classical explanation has been that that evil, you know, actually can exist if God is all loving, God is all good, and God created all things, then evil um evil can't be part of the created order um you know um man you just backed yourself in the corner there <laughs> what? No, no. And, and, and so and, and so there's there, there's a sense in which there's an agnosticism of, of of where you know that that evil evil can't exist um Apart from, like, it can only sit. It's it's like a leech, um, or you know, a parasite. It only it can only survive when it attaches itself to something. It 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 doesn't exist. That's good. It doesn't exist on its own. Hmm, That's good. Um, That's the machine. Um, yeah. Can I let me say this? I think that that when it comes to the questions of, of Satan and evil and all that. I think that there's, I think there's two really kind of great lies. So, so sort of on the conservative side, um, you know, if you, you know, if you're if you're good enough, and and you know, and if you you know, if you don't look at the wrong, you know, 
you know, if you don't ever, you know, give into, you know, temptation or sin, then, you know, you can, you can stay away from evil. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's sort of like this purity culture type type thing. And then on the progressive side, it's like, you know, if we just get the right committee together, you know, we can, we can solve this problem. You know, if we just pass the right law, then, then people aren't going to do things wrong anymore. And, and sort of what the New Testament says into this agnostic question of where does evil come from? But basically the answer is, is that we needed a disruptive change. We needed something outside of ourselves in order to, you know, defeat um, the power of, of Satan uh, in the world. Um, and, and I think that's that but both liberals and conservatives tend to think that if we just do, you know, if we just do it ourselves, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. Hmm. I, uh, the thing that really changed my view of, of good and evil or made me rethink my ideas about it was the idea that of disorder so oh, yeah. um hmm. as Everett said it's not originally part of the created order so gluttony is bad but it's rooted in something good we have to eat and the love of good things like food is a good thing we should love and enjoy uh it's normal it's human it's god made us that way you know uh sex it can be disordered. Uh, every, basically all the, my sin and my, the best part about me and the worst part about me are the same things. It's just, when does that part get a little off kilter? Does that make sense? Mm. Um, yeah. And it's really hard to know where that, balances is that what you mean everett by when you when you say sin can't exist on its own or evil yeah i mean i think i mean i think it it it, it attaches it and, and why you know how does somebody like hitler or you know timothy mcveigh or um you know we're this this week we're we're remembering as we're recording this we're remembering the 100th anniversary of the the tulsa race massacre and and I just sit there and I'm just like, how, you know, how, how does that stuff happen? Mm. Um, yeah. And I just well, and, I, and, and I just and I and I think and I think that the, the I guess what I'm saying is I think that the lie that we teach ourselves also is that you know we can fix these things ourselves. Um. I can't remember which Archbishop of Canterbury that talked about this, but, you know, he said, you know, prior to World War One and Two, um, it was just, it was really popular to sit there and talk about, like, an incarnational God and how, you know, you know, uh, th this really sort of, like, high anthropology that, uh, of, of how good the human, you know, look at all of the advances, look at all the great things, Um and then, like World War One and World War Two happen, and unspeakable horrors and evils um, are are witnessed and done to the world. 
And it was like that that whole language that they had spent all this time building on it just suddenly seemed vapid in the face of you know the death of six million mm-hmm. you know people. In addition to all the people who who like died fighting, and that's just right. you know. All right, final comments, Tom, on your episode. <laughs> Tom, Uh-oh. can you hear me? Oh, there he is. <laughs> Sorry. The other the other thing that happened is um, we started learning how to communicate with each other, and every bit of evil or destructive destruction that happens in the world we can now know about it whereas before yeah. we were ignorant of what was happening mm-hmm. um and it's get and it's ex, we're exposed to it every second of the day on television your phone <laughs> yeah i know in the, phone, i know sorry. in the middle of the night when a tsunami hit across the world right i can wake up right. to it so right I don't know what the point with that was. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like what we've the conclusion of this episode is we need to do a better job explaining good and evil mm. because we're all aware of it. And I think we I think we need to do a better job of facing what does you know you know what does evil what does facing evil require of us? And I don't know. I I don't know that we, yeah. Something to reflect on for sure. Um, And pray on. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Tom, thanks for the the idea there. Oh, last thing. Did you say Hasatan or the Satan? What do you keep using there? Yeah. Hasatan or the Satan. The Satan, Hasatan. Okay. Is that Hebrew? Yeah. Okay. Hasatan. Interesting. Okay. I thought you were saying the Satan. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, all right. Uh, last thing, Everett, would you please use a Harry Potter accent to say goodbye to us all? No. <laughs> Come on. I, seriously. I try, I try, I try, I try to do a British accent and I end up sounding like, you know, like Chinese or something. Harry it's Potter. just, it's awful. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, may the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at, at @funbrainpod. We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics. Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go on to iTunes and give us a review, please. Thanks a lot.